your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, folks. I'm your host, Locked On Hurricanes, on the Locked On Podcast And this episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app and find one of our Locked On. As always, you can find Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes, on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast, and you can find my own personal Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And today's episode, folks, it is yet another edition of Today I am joined by... Martine Nature's superfan Josh Holdner. Uh, so I won't keep you guys any longer. Uh, you guys enjoy this summer with the Kaniacs. Enjoy, folks. All right, Kaniacs, it's time for another edition of Summer with the Kaniacs. And in this installment, I am joined by, by Martine Nature's uh, fan club leader, uh, Josh Holdner. How are you doing this morning, Josh? Uh, pretty good, Jared. Oh, sorry. It lagged out for a little bit there. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Uh, so, Josh, one thing I've been doing with uh, bringing folks on here lately is uh, tell me your top three to five Hurricanes memories as a fan, whether it was a game you're an at uh, or just, you know, something in general. Um. So, wow, there's – I mean, I've been a fan – I. I started watching um, the Canes the year after they won the cup because they weren't really relative until about 06. So I started watching it in 07. Um, and in no real particular order, I think uh, when Eric Stahl scored the game-winning goal in overtime in 2009 mm-hmm. at, at New Jersey, um, me, my mom, and my dad, we were watching the game. Me and my mom, we actually were jumping up and down on my mom's bed because we were so excited. And my dad comes in like screaming and whatnot. And um, so that, that was a really cool memory. Um, Cause I remember, I remember the goal and then I remember the memory I had with my parents. So that was really cool. Um, and I think uh, I I'd say probably, um, probably uh, a really cool memory was uh, getting back, uh, getting back into uh, PNC after uh, the, uh, when when fans were allowed back in the building, that first game was really really exciting. Got on the jumbotron and uh, mm-hmm. got on the jumbotron multiple games after that. Um, I think the next memory is it has to be Brock McGinn's double overtime goal in in twenty nineteen. Um, mm-hmm. I think I was at the watch party in downtown Raleigh at the um, at the Ale House, and um, I'll never forget. I was next to Wade. Uh, and the storm squad and there were TVs all around and, and we were going crazy and we were like, no one, no one moved. No one moved until, until Brock McGinn scored that goal. When, um, when the Canes were on the other side of the ice and uh, he dove in the net to, to get the puck away from uh, Mrazek, um and they, they skated back up and Justin Williams uh, threw it at the net and Brock McGinn scored. The place, the the place was shaking. It was mm-hmm. absolutely shaking. It was, it was probably it was probably number one to be honest um, of of my moments uh, as a Kaniac. And uh, probably I think the last one was probably getting a picture with the cup 
in um, 2016 when they had the 10 year reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, I I got to uh, take a picture with the cup and I kissed it because you know who doesn't kiss the cup? Yeah. Um, so yeah, those those are probably my uh, my um, top. Four. I think those were four memories that I can really think of. And just I mean just the tailgates also uh, c- kind of getting on Kane's Twitter that was really that was really uh, one of the coolest moments about this year um was kind of interacting with with new fans and old friends and stuff like that so yeah Kane's story is always really fun and same with those tailgates um now obviously you are a very very big Martin Natchez fan and we will dive into why he is your favorite player right after this quick break this episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I will be hosting Locked a Week, and you can finally join in on the conversation you hear every place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to the biggest news or rumors. You will have the chance to chat with me and might even be featured on Locked on Hurricanes through our Green Room conversations. Go download the free Green Room app currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Follow me at JaredEllis underscore 96 to be notified of when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it, so I will see you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Now you longtime listeners know all about the greatness of Built Bar, but for some of you newer folks, you may be asking, what are what is Built Bar? Well, best tasting protein bar on the market, and they have nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor as well. And those nine flavors are coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. My favorite is definitely the double chocolate. You guys know me. You know I love chocolate. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And best of all, they're all covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are also great for the health-conscious individual as they are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. And also, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. You know, that is awesome. The Olympics are right around the corner, so make sure you get yourself a Built Bar as well. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And we're back, folks. And again, Josh, for those that don't know, is a very, 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 very big uh, Martin Natchez fan. Um, and now he's going to tell us why Natchez is his favorite player. Uh, yeah, so um, I kind of... I, I'm, I'm definitely not going to say I got on a bandwagon because I don't believe um, I, I don't believe that I'm a bandwagon of him. Um, it, this was his first kind of real full season that we kind of got to see what he had to bring. Um, and just like how he skates and how, how he like interacts with the guys in the locker room and in the hallway pregame. And um He's, he just seems like such a fun personality, like someone you'd want to like just go hang out with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll kind of younger, 
Um, but kind of like that new wave of players that Rod is trying to get into the, to the organization um, and just um, how happy he is to, to, to just kind of be doing what he's doing. Uh, it's really kind of um, admirable um, for such a young guy to have such a big role um, mm-hmm. is, is really cool. And um, I don't know. I've, uh, it, it, I, I really, I really don't. Just, really, just that uh, thing you can't just name of just like, you know, that's my favorite player. Yeah. You know, exactly. Just kind of that unnamed thing. You don't know what to call it. It's just like, that's the guy. Exactly. Exactly. I, mm-hmm. um, I actually funny thing. And it's kind of stupid, but kind of funny. I get my haircut like nature's. Um, mm-hmm. So, so that's always kind of cool. I get to like say, yeah, I got the nature's cut, you know. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, it, you uh, you kind of hit it, uh, the the nail on the head with not really get being able to pinpoint something, but just like, just like he just is, you know. It's just like you kind of right. gravitate to one player or another player, and, and he was the player that I chose, and I'm I'm so so happy that uh, that I uh, that I chose him to be my favorite player. Yeah, he's a great kid. Um, having met him, talked to him a few times. Yeah, uh, he's a great kid to talk to. Um, I remember training camp heading into um, training camp 2019. I was about to say last season, but last last season is done now. I guess uh, right. um, the 1920 season. Um, and he was rolling out with uh, Mrazic and the G wagon, and they were just cutting up with everyone the, yeah. the whole time because it was like a super small crowd um and they're just joking around cracking jokes with everyone it was great uh, it was a great time um yeah. but yeah uh with natchez uh i have kind of heard his name floated around in like rumors of like potential trades and whatnot trust me um, i have avoided those at all costs yeah um it, it's interesting uh for sure because you know, he's one like he definitely has a very, very high ceiling and he's improving constantly. Yeah. Um, and he definitely has a place here, but it's not a place like Aho or Svetch or Tavo. You know, it it's in a weird spot where like you don't want him to go because he is so good, but he's not at their level yet. Um so, so I I kind of take the opposite approach. Now, the the fandom aside, like completely the fandom mm-hmm. aside, I I kind of argue against the fact that he's not in in those names. Yes, he's not the superstar names that that you think of when you think of the Hurricanes, like Aho or Svetch or Tavo. Mm-hmm. But but I think the ceiling, I think his ceiling is so clear as to where he can be. Let's say next season. Why not? Just I just don't – I don't think our organization is – is um, I, I don't think that's something they're willing to do. I do agree. Um, I don't think he's getting traded or anything like that. I think he's going to be protected uh, in the expansion so, draft here in a couple days. So um, he's still on his e- ELC, so mm-hmm. he doesn't need to be protected. Which okay. Is, which, is, which is like the, the best news. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think it has something to do – with the contract um but i know he is he is expansion draft exempt which is okay that's good then perfect. so okay. so it would be it would be a trade or nothing to be honest yeah yeah i don't see him getting traded um because again he improves so much all the time uh and his ceiling is so high for the team um 
yeah, I don't think he's getting traded. I think the only way he would is if it was like a superstar level player. Um, like so, the return would have to be worth it pretty much. Oh, oh, a hundred percent. I, um, so I was thinking, uh, when Patrick Line was in the, in, in conversation yeah. with, with leaving Winnipeg and whatever, and Natchez's name came up and, and not knowing, not knowing how Line was going to turn out because he didn't turn out well in Columbus. Um, it was this, it, it was one of the smartest moves I think we, we made last year or last off season, not trading him because of how Line turned out. So I think, I think uh, the, I, I truly believe that the organization is going to kind of go back to that and see the player that we're looking to acquire is is it going to be a bust like line a was for natures? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just, uh, I don't really think that it's something that we're willing to do at least at this point. But like you said, the, the return would have to, the return would probably have to outweigh what we're given. In my yeah, opinion. I agree. Um, yeah. I don't see him getting traded. And if he, if he did um, yeah, again, their, their return would have to be worth it pretty much. Of course. Um, it, yeah, because at the end of the day, yeah, Wayne Gretzky got traded. Anybody can get traded. And that I've never heard something more true in my life. That is, yeah, that, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's interesting. It's an interesting thought. Um. Because again, he is for the people that know him, like know, like all right, you know, he's he's gonna be here. But again, yeah, for some of the people more casual fans or you know people on the outside be like oh yeah you know he could potentially be one of those guys um but yeah we're talking about uh trades um and it's the off season now and i had asked you you know about some trades you could see the hurricanes making uh same with free agent signings and we'll talk about all that stuff right after this break folks we locked on podcast network trust do our online sports and that is with betonline.ag BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And we are back, and now it's time to discuss um, free agent signings and trades that we could see the Hurricanes making. Um, we're obviously in the buyout period right now. Um, We've seen some buyouts happen, you know, like up in Minnesota, um, down in Florida. So they're happening right now. Um, I don't really see anyone on the Hurricanes getting bought out um, yeah, by, I, by I, any I, means. Um, yeah. But expansion draft is right around the corner. Same with free agency. We've seen some trades get made. Uh, Colorado and New Jersey want, made one uh, late last night. 
Yes. Um, I forget who exactly it was in it that was, trade. Uh, it was Graves for um, some some New Jersey defenseman or okay. It was really a uh, it was really a Graves for no one and a pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're starting to have things get done. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what the Hurricanes do because they have uh, several guys probably entering the free agent market. Um, obviously, we'll talk about one uh, in a little bit, the big name one. But you know, you do have guys, yeah. Peter James. Marty, potentially Brock. There's a lot of guys, Yanni as well. Yes. A lot of guys that could be entering the uh, free agent market this offseason. Um, and the Hurricanes are going to have to fill that gap. Um, and while they do have um, a deep prospect pool, sometimes you need guys that are already in the NHL and know how to play there, know how to win. Um, so who are some people you'd like to see the Hurricanes pick up, whether it be in free agency or in trades? So I have one trade that I came up with this morning as I was kind of trying to think about the answers to the questions that you had sent me. Um, and it's really only one. And the, the player that, so the player that I picked for us to receive is the player that, that I think maybe would benefit most from a change of scenery from where, from, from the team he was on, but also the player and or players that we give up could be, could be mixed. I couldn't, I was really grappling between um, a couple players and I didn't really know. So, so the trade that I thought was with the Canadians um, and I know they just came off that impressive Stanley cup run. And um, I think, I think a player that, that is probably not going to return to the Canadians is Jonathan Druin. Kind of young, um, had, had some, had some issues this season. I think uh, scored 22 points, uh, two goals, 20 assists. Um, didn't really have the greatest of seasons. Uh, and I believe he's a winger. And I, now I don't, I don't know how, how, how you're going to think about this, but I think it might be Paquette. Paquette for Drew in a, in a draft pick or two. Cause, cause the Canadians have, I think I read nine picks in the first five rounds. Mm-hmm. So, so they're so they're 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 pick heavy and they're trying to they're trying to offload some of their some of their assets now do i think paquette will get traded i don't know i don't think he is an unrestricted free agent as well exactly so it could so, be a sign and trade exactly so i i really cut like i don't know but then i was kind of going back with fogel and i know i know this wasn't one of the topics that you sent me but then fogel might get might get picked at the picked up in the in the expansion draft so i i don't know um but i also heard we might keep fogel and it might be fogel and faust and i know people might not want to hear it and i don't want to hear it i really don't want to hear it but i mean mcginn might be on the out mm-hmm. i don't think i don't think that's the case but yeah, i think mcginn will stick around uh I, from what i had heard fogel wants out they just they're just so, ready to separate so I, I heard that too. And then I heard something about like, they were trying to get a deal done. Um, I, so, so Fogo, I think is the big question mark. Um, I, I do, I do think Marty is going to leave. I, um, Jordan Martinuk. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I, I, I don't see why not. I I'd love to know what the, what the hurricanes offered him. And I don't know why he wouldn't. I mean, look, you know, you get it, as, as the players say, hockey is a business. So I understand um he he was he was the first guy that got traded to the hurricanes 
in 2018, 2019. He was, he was our first pickup in the mm-hmm. first year that we made the playoffs. So he was, he was the catalyst in my opinion to, to get us there. I mean, yeah, you had Aho and you had, and, and Svetch coming in and turbo and whatever, but I, I believe Jordan Martinuk was, was the reason the hurricanes made the playoffs. Um, so would, so I guess I, I guess we can um, I can talk about the free agents because this yeah, is go ahead. this was really I had I had a lot of fun with this one. Um, so I picked I picked two two uh, forwards, two D and two goalie. Okay. So I really 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 like Blake Coleman. Mm-hmm. He's he's relatively cheap at one point eight million dollars a season. He's a free agent. Uh, I think it's a great guy to replace Martinuk and or Fogel um, had a great playoff. I mean, I mean, was really, really like very like, don't know why he was a bottom six player type of guy. Um, I mean, I mean, I understand because of, because of who they had and whatever, but um, I'd love to see Blake Coleman. Cause I think I, I think he'd really uh, fit well in our group. The, the top six forward, I had trouble with. I picked Kyle Palmieri. I I picked I, I picked Paul, uh, Palmieri because uh, he can work on power play one, PK one, and two. Uh, yes, he was on the third line, so he he wasn't a top six forward for the Islanders this season. But you got to think about who was in front of him. Uh, you had Anthony Beauvillier on line on line two, and you had Leo Komarov on line one. So. I mean, do I think I, – I think he definitely can have that top six potential because I think he was a top six in, in New Jersey. Um, and, and, I, and he's at $4.6 million, and I know we have a little bit of wiggle room with our cap. I, I, I understand it's a flat cap, but, but from what we have to spend, I don't think, I don't think it should be too hard, of a, too hard to get done. Um, so those are the two. So I have a I have a bottom six. I have a bottom six and a top six player. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to defense. So I'm I'm really curious to to, to see your um to, to see your opinion on this guy. But Jamie Alexiak, think about this guy for a second. Okay. Two million dollars. Not not terrible. A little expensive for the age. He's 29. But we, okay, we brought in Paquette to do Paquette things mm-hmm. and that didn't work. We brought in Hawk and Paw to do things that didn't necessarily work out. Jamie Alexiak is 29 years old. He's six, seven and 255 pounds. The, the dude is a monster. Yeah. Like someone that we could really, really um use uh he can play the body better than i think anyone on the team defense wise yeah you have slavin and pesci but i mean no one's gonna outwork a six seven two fifty five player i'm sorry like Mm -hmm. i I just don't believe so um uh he he has playoff experience with dallas um although he was a minus three but he played all 56 games this season he had uh six goals and 86 for 14 points so he's a he, he, i mean that's de- that's decent for 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 the type of role that we would put him in um i believe i, I believe he would probably slide into the hawk and paw role uh if if we weren't to to resign hawk and paw uh the next the next defenseman um 
I I thought might be a good pick was uh, Adam Larson of the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's another right shot defenseman, which would kind of be the Dougie replacement-ish type of player. He had nowhere near the offensibility of Dougie. Um, but at this point, you got to take what you can get. Um, he is 63208 at four million dollars. So that's 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 a little steep, and it's probably right where Dougie wants to be, four or five um in that range. Um he was he was on the third the third defensive pairing with the Oilers. Um he he played all all 56 games, had had uh he was a plus two though, which was I thought was kind of interesting. Uh and uh with 10 points. Um so I don't know. I I I kind of feel like like the Dougie situation is kind of like I feel like if he doesn't re-sign, I believe we have to get a, another right shot defenseman. I don't think we can slot uh, a left a left-hand defenseman in his in his position. I mean, I mean I know guys do play both sides if if called upon or whatever, but but I mean to have that to have that sub, like glorified like just mm-hmm. player on defense that's a right shot is just something you can't necessarily buy too often. Yeah, um, and you're talking about uh, Dougie's situation, so I do want to know your thoughts on that. But first, give me those uh, – uh, quickly give me those two goalie names that you have. All right, perfect. Uh, so I think Chris Drieger of the Panthers. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people have been calling about him. Yep, uh, under a million dollars, uh, big body, six five, quality backup to Bobrovsky. Um, I think with with Spencer Knight's upcoming in Florida, I do believe that Drieger's time in Florida is done um, because of Knight's potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last the last goalie, obvious, but I pick James Reimer. Yeah, I agree. Because okay, well, first off, I think it's gonna be Ned all the way. I think it's gonna be Ned all the way. Uh, so. I think with Reimer, uh, the guys play well in front of him. Uh, he, we know what we're getting from him, and and I mean he he uh, he knows the I, system. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I was just about to say he's just a great fit all around. Um, yeah, he knows the system. He knows how to be here. Uh, he knows his role um, because Drieger, I think, would be more of a one B situation with Ned. Uh, Reimer would definitely be a number two goalie, um, very reliable set of hands. Should something happen, Ned falls in a rut, whatever. And I, um, and, and I, you could probably get him cheaper than you could Drieger, Mrazek, or some of the other yeah. goalies that are out yeah, there. Sure. And, and, he's I mean, older. I mean, unfortunately, I just don't, I just don't believe Mrazek wants that one B scenario. No, he doesn't. Um, uh, he's, which is unfortunate, but look, what, what are you going to do, right? Yeah, I think if Ned hadn't came out like he did this year, then things may be different. But, yeah, with the way Ned really just solidified himself as a starter moving forward, again, we'll see. Um, he hasn't had a full season as a as a starter yet. Um, it was a very small sample size last year. He played extremely well, um, but he hasn't been the guy, the number one guy for a full 82-game NHL season including playoffs as well. Um, so we're just going to see how he 
fares in that situation. I have all the confidence in the world in him that he's going to do good, but you do have to be prepared that maybe he isn't ready for that load yet. Um, and so, and so that's why, that's why if, if, if you're not really willing you to do pay, want a quality backup. Exactly. Exactly. Just in case something happens. And, and I, and I, I don't see, I mean, I don't see Drieger or Reimer as a bad option. No, I think they're both really good options. I agree with you there. Um, now you had uh, started to talk about Dougie's contract situation. Um, I'd seen some stuff. Uh, it's kind of a mixed bag. We're obviously not on those phone calls um, or anything like that. So we don't know what's actually getting said. I'd seen some stuff where it was term issues where Dougie wanted long hurricanes or a little on the fence with that. And I saw some stuff uh, the other day where it was coming down to money and not term where the yeah. hurricanes are wanting to do less than 7 million. Uh, or obviously Dougie's wanting more. I'm personally in the camp of maybe for like the next four years or so. Yeah. Dougie's worth, you know, that money. Uh, yeah. But after that is basically once he kind of gets on the wrong side of 30 is when I kind of start. Eh, I don't know. Cause I don't want to be stuck with like an Eric Carlson type of situation. Exactly. Exactly. And, and so, so you bring up uh, the age. Um, yeah. He's, he's, he's at a great age right now for that type of contract, but the, the term, I think personally, I think the biggest thing is probably the term. I don't, I don't think the money is the issue. I think it's the term, but it's, it's going to be, it's going to be the money going forward in the latter half of the contract. Cause look, you gotta, you gotta resign Pesci. You gotta resign slave. And eventually you're going to have to resign Aho. Uh, Tara Vine. You also like, do have to resign Svetch this year as well. Exactly. Exactly. You got, and, and Ned, like you got a lot of folks you got to resign in a very yeah, short amount of time. This year is definitely a bad year to have a contract like that have to come up. Um, but I saw, I saw something a couple of weeks ago kind of just mentioning like the breakdown of what the contract would be and the effects on the team. Um, and, and like I said, like this, this year's guys aside, like the Svetch and, and Ned and stuff like that. Um, thinking about the core, the, those four guys mm-hmm. that I just mentioned, Pesci, Slavin, uh, Taravina and Ajo, uh, where are they going to be when you have to where, – where is the Dougie contract going to be where, uh, when you have to re- start thinking about getting those guys back? Because those guys probably aren't going to come as cheap as they were the first time around. Yeah, and also um, say you sign Dougie to a really big contract. Things, for whatever reason, don't work out. You know, things start go downhill, and then you got to move them, and then you're stuck with this massive contract – um, that's again, I keep kind of going back to Eric Carlson in San Jose cause he's still really good, but he is not what he was in Ottawa to say the least. Exactly, exactly. Um, and a contract that's kind of hard to move. Um, and you don't want to be saddled with that as well. I mean, like I'd saying that that would be Dougie, but again, yeah, of course, of again, course. it is a business, but, um, also, also, you know, so there's a narrative that goes around about the guys that come to Carolina is that Rod's a great coach to, to, to play for the organization is a, is a first class organization. People love the city, all that stuff. You know, when you say, when you, when you bring in like the, the, the off the ice stuff, you know, 
that has to that has to come into effect. I mean, I guess maybe not with Dougie because he doesn't necessarily. I mean, like he says he likes it here and all this stuff. But I mean, think about think about the teams that have pro- that 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 have came up that we know of. Toronto. Can you mm-hmm. imagine what what the Toronto media would do to him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mistakes mean, that you know he's made here. Just going back to the playoffs of how. Oh, yeah. uh, when Slavin was out, you really saw some holes in his game. Yes. Um, and while the North Carolina media wasn't thrilled with him, to say the least, no. um, you go up to Toronto or some of these really big markets, um, it'd be a lot worse. Um, so it's definitely something that's going to be interesting going forward. Uh, free agency opens on the 28th. It's the 16th now. So there's obviously still time, you know, to get contracts done, whether it be Dougie, Marty, Brock, Ned, whoever, there's still time left. Um, So, you know, we'll see how things go. Um, But yeah, it's very interesting situation. I do have a hot take though. I, I think, so I know Kane Switter is very two-sided about this. They say be gone with Dougie. And then, and then you have the Dougie stands that that want him back. I think, I think if we, if they, if they're able to meet in the middle, I think a deal gets done. Yes. I mean, because I don't believe Dougie wants to leave. Um, I know Don Wardell has said uh, the Canes want him to stay, yeah. but I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think that that Don is going to come out and say, yeah, no, we don't really want X player here. You know, he's never going to say that. So. He has to say the player wants to be here. We want him here. But um, I think if he gets back to his 2019 status, I think – also, I think the injury. The injury didn't help him. No. That was that, that that was really big as well. So, I think if that didn't happen, I think we might we might find ourselves more hard-pressed to, to actually get something done. But yeah, I think he stays. Um, obviously, Svetch is not going anywhere. Um so yeah it's an interesting situation um it's one that you know i agree you know if they can meet in the middle absolutely get a deal done um especially right now he's in his prime um again yet while he was all over the score sheet you know in regards to assists this year i mean he was the second team all-star for a reason um he did have a good season in that regard it's just you know he wasn't scoring the goals as he was you know in previous seasons so hopefully that can get back um, because, you know, he's a hell of a player. Um, awesome. And his, his, his defense wasn't, wasn't really up to par. And, and like, you yes, know, I mean, because I do feel what you're saying there. Um, I mentioned it with Olivia as well as some other folks that I feel the playoffs really hurt him um, when Slavin was out because it was straight. a make or break time. Um and he wasn't able to step up to the plate the way he needs to as a superstar player for the team. And I feel that really hurt him. I think that's something the Hurricanes are weighing, you know, in these uh, contract negotiations. So we'll see how things go for sure. Um, I'm one, you know, if they lose him, they have got to pick up one, someone on defense that can replace him in that regard. But they also have to get someone who can make up in the goals department because Dougie carries a lot a very large load when it comes to the offensive side of things. That's and why, yeah. they, they need him right now. 
yeah that's why i kind of like as i was looking up um the the free agents this season i i i know we're we're really kind of have our eyes set on a top six forward um and and look paul mary might not be that guy probably not who who knows but i mean it was just it was just the guy that kind of that kind kind of a cheap option i mean not really cheap still still what i say like four million dollars mm-hmm. or whatever so i mean and 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 there were a whole bunch of other guys that i could have picked but um i think i definitely think the 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 top six forward in the and the the right shot defenseman. I think yeah, that's. That, gonna, I mean, I mean, defense aside, it, it, it's got to be a right shot because we we're we're. I, I think he's the only. It. I think he's the only right shot defenseman on the team. Uh, under contract right now, yeah. Um, yeah. because. Yeah, because Yanni was right shot. Um, but he's UFA. Um, we're set on the second pairing. That's good. Um, but then Dougie being right shot as well, so. We need our right shot defenseman. Uh, we need a top six forward that can really score some goals, and we need yeah. a backup goalie. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how things go for sure. Um, I do want to thank you for coming on, Josh. Um, look forward to having you back on sometime in the future. Yes, um, thank you so so much where can uh, folks find you on social media? Uh, so, yeah, so my Twitter is uh, it's going to be – at Josh underscore Holdner 98. Um, very big on Kane's Twitter. Um, never really wasn't. Uh, this year I just got a little uh, bigger and more active on it. Um, and uh, shoot me a follow. I love to talk everything NHL, hockey, whatever. Um, uh, Jared, thank you so much for having me on. It was a really good opportunity and uh, I hope to be on again soon. Yeah, of course. Uh, and I will talk to you later, Josh. Yep. See ya. Thank you. Folks, I hope you enjoyed that edition of Summer with the Kaniacs that I did with Josh. I had a blast recording with him. It was great to talk Hurricanes hockey with someone that you know I've hung out with many times at the Hurricanes tailgates. So if you want your chance to be featured on Locked on Hurricanes in the Kaniacs with the Summer, DM me at Jared Ellis underscore 96 or DM the show on Twitter or Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Or on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast. There's a whole bunch of avenues you can get in touch with me if I don't get in touch with you first. Obviously, I am reaching out to Kaniacs as well to have them come on the show. Um, so keep an eye on your DMs as well. And in the next episode of Locked On Hurricanes, I will be discussing uh, the Fayetteville Marksman uh, schedule getting released. Um, as well as more talk about the Dougie Hamilton contract situation and the signing that the Hurricanes made the other day. So make sure you guys keep a lookout on all of that stuff, and I'll talk to you later. Peace.